Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, Maker Jess here. Welcome to lesson 27 of the Making It podcast. We're getting to the end of things. A few more lessons left. So today's lesson is about managing your schedule. We've talked about managing your focus, your energy, your time, your workflow and systems. And today it's the nitty gritty of the schedule. So the first thing I want you to think about is what would an ideal day like ideal day look like to you? And I don't mean some imaginary, I get to lie on the beach all day, (laughs) ideal day. I mean, in your real life, the life you have now and the life that you're working towards on a day-to-day basis, what would an ideal day look like? What time would you get up? What would you do first thing in the morning? What would you do during the day and the evening? What time would you go to bed? Think about that, you know, think about how your ideal day varies from the day that you're you're living at the moment and pinpoint areas where you could perhaps make a change or make an improvement so when you have that in mind you can start to organize things around that ideal so look at your time overall and When I'm saying look at your time, sure, I mean on a day level, but I also mean on a weekly, monthly, yearly level, because something that's really important to realize is you don't have to be working at the same pace all the time. For example, I take weekends off. I don't work on weekends, except very occasionally if there's something I'm launching or something that's happening that I have to work on a weekend, I don't work on weekends. So I have that. That is the rhythm of my week. I do five days of work and I have two days of rest. And I've experimented with different options in there. I've had four day weeks and sometimes I still do that if I'm not super busy. I've taken midweek breaks. We've experimented with not having the weekend on the weekend, but doing it elsewhere. But because most of our friends have regular jobs and if we want to see them, we have to take weekends off. That works for us. So Think about those sort of systems and cycles and, you know, think about the cycles in your life and in your body that you could perhaps use to work by. So if you are a woman of childbearing age, you might like to work according to your menstrual cycle. 
because you all we all know all women know that you have energy fluctuations throughout that cycle so instead of pushing against that and ignoring it why not work with it why not say okay well at this time of my cycle i know that i've got heaps of energy so that's when i should you know really dedicate time to more creative stuff or doing heaps more work or a new project and at that time i'm really tired and i'm in pain and i have low energy so i should only schedule you know the absolute must do's if that's not something that you experience you might have other uh, cycles you can use perhaps um you know i don't know the moon cycle not that you're connected with that in any way but it's an external cycle that you could use uh just the month the cycle of the month you know the beginning of the new month it's all exciting it's a good time to start new projects the end of the month is a good time to reflect same on a weekly basis using that weekly cycle you know using time at the end of the week to reflect on your week using time at the beginning to get excited and plan Uh, the seasons are another great one thinking on a larger scale winter maybe is not a time when you want to be (laughs) creating a whole bunch of new things Uh, or conversely maybe it is because it's cold and you're inside so you know it works whatever works for you Uh, think about those larger cycles in your life and in nature and in the rhythm you know if you've got um, if you're a teacher or you've got kids in school then you have to work around those cycles as well you know you're probably not going to do big new projects when your kids are on holidays whereas you probably want to do them when they're at school so there's heaps of different cycles in our lives that we can work with instead of fighting against them instead of pushing against them and feeling disappointed or frustrated because we can't you know keep up the same pace of work all the time just accept that they're a reality and work within those cycles as much as you possibly can another one that might happen is what i call the creative cycle there'll be times where you just get a creative burst of energy but that never lasts forever and that's perfectly normal and then we have these lull periods where we seem to lose all motivation and we don't know what we're doing with our business or our life and you know it can get really depressing and scary but that will pass as well it's a natural cycle so thinking about all of those things let's now look at you know how do you currently do this how do you currently manage your schedule how do you manage your life and your work how do you keep track of appointments do you have white space in your day so what's white space well i'll give you an example in my week what i generally do is i um i have an app on my phone cal calendar app from google on my phone that's where i put in any appointments so if i've got a podcast interview to do if i've got a thriver circle chat or call if i've got something else coming up so an actual appointment where i have to be doing a certain thing at a certain time that goes in there And then at the beginning of each week, I sit down and I have a I have a planner on my desk, a weekly physical weekly planner, paper planner on my desk. And I transfer any appointments that are coming up that week to that planner and highlight them. So it's really easy to see when I have stuff that I have to be doing a certain thing, what time and when and where. And then I start scheduling in my jobs that I've assigned myself, the work I've assigned myself for that week. And I leave a lot of white space. So white space is time that you haven't actually scheduled something in. So if you're a sort of person who likes to kind of schedules yourself to the second and to the minute, 
Um, you may find that you are always behind. You're never quite getting everything done that you think you're going to get done. And that leaves you with a sense of frustration because there will always be new things that crop up. You know, you might think, oh yeah, I've scheduled my week perfectly, but then some emergency will happen or someone will want a big customer order or, you know, something will happen and that will throw your week out of balance. So white space is gaps, leaving gaps in your schedule so that you can have time to respond to these things that will arise. So I have, what I usually do is I, I put down any appointments on my planner and then I schedule maybe Monday to Wednesday. Like I put the jobs that I want to do Monday to Wednesday in. And I don't, I don't schedule exact times. Like I don't say from 10 to 12, I'm going to do this. I just have a, you know, a list of, of tasks in a priority um, order and I work through them. And I usually leave Thursday and Friday pretty open because I know that by the end of the week, other stuff would have come up. Jobs would have taken longer than I thought they would have done. And I then fit them in on those two days. So that is a really helpful thing is having some white space in your schedule. Um, Yeah, so getting comfortable with this, getting comfortable with how much you schedule yourself. Do you do certain work on certain days? Do you uh, do certain work at certain times of the day? Scheduling that in so that it works with your natural rhythm and cycles. I talked in an earlier lesson about, you know, your daily cycle, how I I don't get up early because I'm not a morning person. (laughs) So I have a really slow start to the day. I have a couple of hours of doing other things before I get to work. So all of those sorts of things, fitting in a schedule and that suits your life and your lifestyle and your personality as well. Uh, like I'm, I f- not, I'm not the sort of person who likes regular appointments. So anything like a weekly, anything that I have to be doing, I find incredibly, I find incredibly stressful. <laughs> like I really, I feel constrained by it. So one way I do that in my life is I don't go to or sign up for anything that is indefinite. So I, if I sign up for a course, it's got a short period of time. It's got a defined time limit. And that's how I manage that part of my particular quirk of my personality so being aware of those sorts of things is really helpful as well all right so your action set for today is to institute a weekly review and use this time to also plan your following week so if you don't already have a solid scheduling system in place i recommend you experiment with new possibilities so this doesn't have to be hard or it doesn't have to take a lot of time but just setting aside this time once a week maybe on a Sunday night, maybe even on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon, sometime at the beginning or end of the week, whatever works for you. Just review the week you've had briefly, you know, see if there's any tasks you need to carry over to the following week. What went well, what didn't? Um, we do this in the Thriver Circle, I call it the Friday review, and sort of people can share what, what's gone on with their week. And then also plan the following week. So this is where I'd go, okay, what are my appointments? Schedule them in. What am I What am I planning on doing next week? And being aware of that and scheduling them in. And you'll find that just that one little system, that one little scheduling, opportun- that one little opportunity to review your schedule, I know it makes me feel way more on top of things and much more calm about the week to come. A couple of <clears throat> follow-up resources for you. Episode 91 of the podcast, seven tips for work at home creatives. I get into more detail about some of this scheduling stuff. And episode 132, how to have an effective monthly planning day. 
Uh, this is a premium episode only available to Thriver Circle members. But this is another scheduling uh, tool I use, which is to have one day a month where I actually look at the future and look at what do I want to do next month, what do I want to do in the next three months, rather than never quite getting to that long-term thinking, it's an opportunity to do long-term thinking and I personally usually go somewhere so I leave I work from I have a beautiful home office uh, but it helps me on this planning day to actually go somewhere else because it gets me out of my normal space and any perhaps you know habits or distractions and allows me to do that deep thinking and and forward planning so that's it for today Uh, we're almost to the end of the course I'll be back again tomorrow with our last official lesson of the course. So I will talk to you then and bye for today. Thanks for joining me for the Making It Pod course. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on Facebook and Instagram. Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, Come on over and become a member of The Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers, full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.